Welcome to another edition of the Super Float Podcast, your Damien Hurst of NBA podcasts. Because like Damien Hurst, I also think that skulls are cool, especially when they're adorned with diamonds. Not that I'm a big diamond guy, but anyway. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Joe Borelli, coming at you from my studio in Brooklyn, New York. It is Friday, March 16th, 2018, and it is still fucking cold outside. I'm so sick of this weather. It's supposed to be spring. The time has changed. Like, it's throwing me off. You get out of the subway train on your way home from work, pop out of underneath the ground, and it's still light out when you get home. Like, an hour after you left work, it's still light out. It's amazing and still freezing, so it's, like, throwing me off. I hate it. I often wonder why I don't just move to the West Coast and enjoy, or even Florida, although Florida's kind of crazy, um, and just enjoy nice weather year-round. I can move to Arizona. I can move to, like, New Mexico. I can move anywhere except for New York and just, like, live a warm, comfortable life because I hate the cold, but I don't. I don't know why. There we have it. Anyway... You can find the podcast anywhere you listen to your podcasts, and you can go to the almightyballer.com or Almighty Baller Network and sub- click and subscribe and rate and review and, you know, go on iTunes and rate the show and review, but you're not going to, and I'm not guilting you, I just don't care. Feel free if you want to, it's great. I would really appreciate it, um, but you don't got to, so uh, there's that. That's that's my spiel about that. Um what else? What else is going on? You know, it's funny. Like, I always think about things I can tell you guys. Like, I start every segment with every every podcast I start, I start with, you know, it's funny. I think about talking to you guys about stuff. This week, well, last weekend, my wife and I went to brunch, and it's cool. And we're like, there's starting to be a couple of area nice brunch places popping up in our neighborhood. Our neighborhood is very, very out of the way of the rest of really hip New York, but it's starting to starting to flip and I hate that about it. We've been here for a number of years, but, um, it's nice that we're finally getting a few restaurants that we can go to that are close by. So we walked to a restaurant to get brunch the other day and we're just hanging out, sitting there. The crazy thing about New York, the thing that's so wonderful about New York is that it doesn't matter where in the city you are. You're always going to see something silly or, or wonderful or crazy or goofy happen. And we're sitting by the window having our, I think I was having a, uh, jalapeno margarita, which was delicious. And, uh, you know, we're sitting there drinking our coffee, drinking a little, little mimosa and, and margarita and eating our food. And going right by the window is a, a young kid and his little sister, and she's riding a, a, a unicycle. And he's holding her hand as they ride by. It was just, it caught me off guard, but it's hilarious. It was really cute. And so we like, we both gave him the thumbs up and smiled as they went by. And like, it was funny. And that, you know, they went by a couple times. And the next time she was doing it on her own, man. The kid learned quick. It's funny though. It made me think about other times around the city. I've seen people riding unicycles and they're always full grown, which when you're riding a unicycle, when you're a kid, it's cute. It's hilarious. It's like, be careful. Don't fall. Like, oh, you should be so proud that you can do this because that takes a lot of skill and a lot of like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, balance. And, you know, and it's great that she had her brother helping her, her older brother, who was, you know, probably like a year or two older than her. It was a really wonderful sight to see. It was, it was amazing. But when you're like in your 20s, or especially if you're in your 30s and you're still riding a tricycle around the city, oh my God, your face is so slap worthy. I'm just like, you're just asking to be punched. I don't, like, I'm not a violent guy by nature. I don't really want to harm people, but there's this thing inside me. When you see somebody riding around on a unicycle just for the fuck of it. And really, the thing that bothers me about this is that, like, you're not just riding a unicycle. You're not just a 30-year-old riding a unicycle in New York City. You're a 30-year-old who's riding a unicycle around New York City because you're dying for attention. You really want somebody to pay attention to. You're like, look at me. I'm an old jackass. Look how cool I still am. I can ride a unicycle because I'm cool and I'm unique. And look, I have a handlebar mustache and I'm riding down the street on my unicycle. Oh my God. Can you just like, like stop? Like seriously? I mean, okay, maybe your parents didn't love you, but that's not my fault. Please stop accosting my eyeballs with your stupidity. Or you know what? Maybe your parents loved you too much and they coddled you and they let you do whatever you want, which in a way is good. You should be teaching your kids that they can do anything they want. You should encourage them to be, you know, 
inquisitive and question all the answers and do things their own way and and learn and like but man you, you know if you ever if you train your kid to ride a tricycle or a unicycle rather or even a tricycle god that's way worse a unicycle in brooklyn new york and they're still like 30 years old like promptly just if you find this out about your child you should disown them immediately like that's just stupid nobody should be doing that it's really ignorant I'm just, just stop. Just stop. Why is this, why does this bother me so personally? I don't know, but man, it really gets to the core of who I am. I hate that. Like, stop, stop crying for attention. Really? Like, I know you want to be special. We all want to be special, right? Everybody wants to think that they're so good. It's so special. Like your parents told you when you're growing up, you're my special little boy. Stop it. Just stop it. You're a grown ass man. Knock the fuck off. Stop riding a goddamn unicycle around. All right. That's that. The other thing was, and I'm going to pose this thing to you guys because my brother hit me with a really interesting question today where I was, I was texting with him back and forth. I'm sitting at work. I'm trying to get work done. And he texts me and I'm like, okay, what's my brother up to? And he, he texts me, he was looking at a rock and roll book and was like seeing all these cool pictures of like bands and these backstage photos. And he's like, man, it's really cool. It's so interesting. Like who wouldn't love to be in a band? And he asked me, he posed this question to me. If you could choose to be in any band ever of all time and you got to be part of that band for whatever reason, which band would it be? Like for me, I had to think about it. Like which he asked me, which band would you want to be a member of? Any band throughout the history of time. If you could be a member of a band, which band would it be? So I'm thinking about this and I'm trying to like intellectualize this as much as my stupid brain can, because I'm definitely not an intellectual. And I'm trying to like give a thoughtful answer to him. And I'm like, well, okay, so there's this. I'm not much of a drug guy. I was never really into drugs. Let me think. But I do like to drink. So take out like guys that did a lot of drugs. Like, I mean, I want it to be, I want to be in a band where the music is really important and monumental and has longevity and is really part of a movement. Like, and I, I go just totally geek on him. He's like, yeah, I would be in, in Guns N' Roses or, or or the Rolling Stones. I was like, yeah, those are good, solid answers. Because, you know, you know why. You're going to be doing all the party and, and you're going to be with all the ladies. Uh, so I can't really fault him for that. I tried to like, oh, maybe I would want to be in the Smiths because Morrissey's so smart, but he's also a big prick. And I'm like, oh, God, just like stop, Joe, bro. You're an idiot. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't, I still, Metallica's on the top of the list. I mean, they were up there. They were definitely up there because I was a metalhead and, you know, back in the late eighties and early nineties when I was a kid, uh, I'm not that fucking old. Um, but I don't know. It seems like being in a metal band, it just would be exhausting. And, you know, there's a lot of anger around that. I, mean, I was a very angry guy. So I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Like what band would I want? I mean, I am definitely a shredder on the guitar. So that, that kind of fits my personality, maybe Slayer or something like that. But now, no, I would definitely want to be in a band who, because think about it, you can choose any band. I would want to have, the first thought came to my mind was Jimi Hendrix. I would want to play with Jimi Hendrix, but he died of an overdose at 27, which is really sad. Um, so I don't know, I can think about it. But you know what? I want you guys to hit me up when you listen to this. Tweet at me at Joe Borelli or at Superflight Pod and tell me what band of all time would you want to be a part of and why? Tell me, this is your homework. This is the homework I'm giving to you. I'm really interested in your answers. I think this is an awesome question. Thank you, Frank, my wonderful brother. And uh, yes, my brother's name is Frank Borelli. We're a little bit Italian. Anyway, hit me up with your answers. I wanna, I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, so tweet at me. Anyway, coming up shortly is Matt Hill from Super Hoopers, a guy I love uh, who is hilarious. And uh, he knows a lot about the Lakers. Um, he's going to come up and we're going to talk all about the Lakers and some BS around the league. And it's going to be fun. So hang out, guys and gals, and enjoy. And after these messages, we'll be right back. Matt Hill, my friend. <laughs> what up, Joe? <laughs> how's it going? What up? What up? How are you? How's the uh, how's life in Los Angeles with your amazing Lakers right now? The Lakers are fun. The Lakers are fun. Watch them every time they play. It's it's great. Um, yeah, L.A. You know, L.A. L.A. has been cold. 
Man, I have to, might have to move. Might have to move down to San Diego or something. How co- wait? When you mean when you say cold, what do you mean by cold? I don't know. You got to put a jacket on. Like you I, have to. You have to like think about what you're gonna wear that day instead of just walking outside with whatever you want on. Mm, so mm. yeah, it sounds terrible. I have, I have no idea what that's like. It's oppressive. It's oppressive, Joe. <laughs> Dude, it's it's March and it's like it was like 30 degrees out today. I'm like so sick of this weather. This yeah. weather, um, yeah, man. What's the? Uh, yeah, yeah, I ever tell you my joke. What's what's the best thing to do in New York? Complain about the weather? Nope. Move. That's <laughs> that's that's a good one. That's a good joke. Good joke. <laughs> it's not uh, really. It's, it works better with a city that it's like not doesn't have like a billion things to do. It works yeah. better with like a like an Oklahoma City. That's sort of city. But yep. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's All right, fair. what's up? What's up, man? Nothing. What's up with you? I don't, I don't know. I'm just, just start off, we're starting really slow here. <laughs> it's fine. It's late. It's Friday night, and I still have another day at work tomorrow, so I'm tired. The, the time change is killing me. I'm yeah, all loopy and shit. You, you, I don't know if you want to reveal this. You can cut this out if you want, but you drank a bunch of whiskey last night. How's that working out for you? I was a little hungover this morning. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> didn't help me at all today at work. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. We were going to do this. All right. So full disclosure, we were going to do this last night spur of the moment because I had somebody that couldn't do it this week. So I thought my good for I thought, you know what, I'm going to start tightening, tightening my circle. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have my friends on from now on, like like Matt Hill and like Dave Futternich. And <laughs> it's Futternich. It's Futternich. I know what it's it Futternich. is. It's the joke. You're just rolling the joke. OK. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> and that other guy that you have on your podcast sometimes. Uh. Yeah, uh, if you want, if you want the bad takes, if you want, <laughs> if you want, if you want to hear the uh, the musings of a raving lunatic, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could have our other podcast uh, partner on there. Uh, no, we won't mention his name. Um, yeah, no, but, but there's when you're running a podcast, there's always a tension between having your friends on and yeah. then having people that can bring another audience or bring a new perspective. So we always we sort of solve that with our podcast by having Dave on every other week and trying to bring in someone new. You know, the other weeks in between. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's tough. It's tough. It's it's rough. Yeah, getting people on is is usually like that's half the battle. Like I do. Oh have yeah, a, I have the a scheduling. nice stable of friends now in the NBA realm that I like to to call on, and usually people are really happy to do it because look at me, I'm like a wonderful person to talk to. People really think I'm fun and funny and interesting, right? Say yes. Yeah. Yes. Right, there you go. <laughs> yes. Yes. Say it right into my mic. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, it's still it's tough. It's tough sometimes. So anyway, you were going to humor me last night and come on spur of the moment and uh, and unfortunately got home, forgot to eat dinner and just had a whiskey or two or three. That was that was the night. <laughs> that was the night. That was the night. So tonight, <laughs> tonight. we're going to talk about some Lakers. And All right, what, let's do it. And the rest the, of the league, though, right? You don't, you don't, I mean, people yeah. don't want to hear just about the Lakers. No, we'll jump around a bit. We'll jump around a bit. But I, I mean, and, they're the most entertaining league team in the league, though. So Were the Lakers? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, let's be completely honest. They have been fun, right? I mean, I don't watch them because I hate the Lakers, but <laughs> that's not fair. I don't watch them because I can't stay awake. That's the problem. They, they're they always on the West Coast, and I'm old. So those two things don't work out well together. That's the be- That's another good thing about being on the West Coast is you don't have to stay up late to watch basketball. You can... You know, watch it in the middle of the day. Uh, no, the Lakers have been really fun, though. Definitely. Like, um, I, I kind of f- have thought they've always been fun this season because they're like a young core and like I love to watch Lonzo. Although Lonzo actually has missed quite a bit of games. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's always like, I mean, I think you experienced this with Philly in previous years. Like, it's always nice to watch, like to have something to watch. And with the Lakers, it's like watching those young players, you know, develop before your eyes. And like, you know, getting invested in each one of them and, you know, actually care, caring about something that doesn't matter but it's you know it's nice to have some meaning in your life yeah totally some meaning in, i mean besides the wife and the child right <laughs> like i said some meaning in your life <laughs> jesus <laughs> this is dark sorry everyone this got dark fast uh no it's 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 fine but you know in the, in since the all-star break man they're they're eight and three they beat miami San Antonio, which you know the Spurs. I mean, without Kawhi, they're they're not they're not the same team. But that was a fun game, though. That was a fun game. We watched that. I watched that game on a cell phone, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a in a bar, I watched it on a cell phone. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, and, and it was still fun. That's cool. That's it. Yeah. 
I, I, you know, I often watch games on my phone when I'm laying in bed. Well, I'm just about to fall asleep. I'm like, I can catch a couple of minutes, a couple of minutes of the jazz here if I just keep one eye. Uh... <laughs> Shots at the jazz. The jazz, the jazz no, put Joe to sleep. <laughs> Sorry, that was an unintentional shot to the jazz. They should no, be happy that I'm jazz. watching them from bed. Uh, you can take that however you want. Um, anyway, <laughs> they beat Miami. They beat San Antonio. They beat Cleveland, Denver. They they beat some good teams, man. They're they're actually ninth in points per game this season. This is news to me too. I didn't realize that they're like ninth in points and second in rebounds. Which how are they doing that? Because they're not they're not a team of huge centers. It's Julius Randle and used to be it's Lonzo Ball, man. Lonzo's best rebounding point guard in the league. Best yeah. best best rebounding guard there is. Well, um, don't tell well, us they, Westbrook. They uh, and Lonzo does that on his own, man. He doesn't have an entire four other players blocking out for him. <laughs> That's fair. Um, no, I mean for a while they both they had great rebounding guards because Josh Hart, who's out now, but Josh Hart's also a great rebounding guard. So I don't know beyond beyond having good rebounding guards. I mean Brooke, Brooke will Brooke will get a rebounder too, even though he got zero uh, and scored twenty seven points in one game, yeah. which was an NBA record. I think but, that yeah, Brooke Lopez, he, though, honestly, for his career, is averaging like three rebounds a game, which is it's like not good, man. But go on. But he he taps him around, like yeah. he you know he he helps him out. He he puts he puts a finger on it here and one, there. One will know? fall in his hand just by being tall. Eventually, on, on occasion. Don't bring numbers against my uh, whatever my eye test. But Randall <laughs> Randall's a good re- rebounder though too. Yeah. So they got they got some, they got some dudes. Um, yeah. No. I mean, like, I think. Um, you know they're they're a team that is not tanking. Like they they play hard. They've kind of played hard all season, except for a weird nine game stretch in December where it looked like they quit on the team or they looked like they quit on the coach. Um, it just that probably seemed like there was a bunch of minutes issues going on. Um, but they you know they trade some guys. Some guys got injured, so you know more minutes opened up, and they they just play hard and they play decent defense somehow. I guess they that that uh, give give credit to Walton for putting in a good scheme. And yeah, man, they're just winning, and they're fun. Well, def- define fun. <laughs> they're fun to watch. You have a basketball podcast. You enjoy watching basketball. Yes, they're, I do. They, I do. They, no, they move the ball though. It's like they move the ball. There's lots of fast breaks. Yeah. They play at like a frantic pace, um, and like they, they all their all their they have all likable guys. Like that we know of. Like no nobody on the team has been revealed to be a shithead. You know, like nobody has like yeah. some off the court issue that like you feel bad about. Like if you're rooting for Derrick Rose, you know, you can't really root for Derrick Rose. I know uh, we... exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, you know it's funny. That's a really under marketed, maybe I should say, part of basketball fandom is that like you want to root for guys who are are cool, who guys you think you know you can relate to and are like good people. Like we put so much stock emotional stock into these guys for whatever fucking reason i know i do and i'm warning everyone don't put emotional stock in players they're just people but when you when well you they're fu- worse than people though because these are athletes who these are jocks who've been like famous since the sixth grade so they're likely horrible people yeah i mean exactly like, just so when- playing the odds most of them are probably <laughs> terrible people yeah probably well i don't want to generalize but whatever Okay, fine. Sixty percent. <laughs> but when you find out one of those guys is like a good guy, or you find out like, or you don't find anything bad about them, I should say, it 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 helps uh, to garner your interest or keep you interested in the team. When you find out that your guy, like Derek Rose, for example, has, or maybe Kobe Bryant, who has been accused of like things off the court that you know none of us condone, it's harder to get behind those guys. So yeah, so like having. You know, players that are likable and relatable, and it's it's a huge part of, of being able to enjoy your team during the season, even if they're not winning at a great clip. But the Lakers are right now, so it's it's good. I, I mean, I think everybody loves Kuzma because he just came out of nowhere. He is a really fun player to watch. And, you know, part of, for me, what I think of when I think of fun are guys that, like, when they're young, not just being able to shoot, but being, like, super athletic, being able to play above the rim and just, like, go, go, go. That's Kuzma. And so, well, Kuzma has, has like wild shots too. He shoots it with yeah. both hands. He got the hook shot. He has like every move in the game, and and like you, he throws stuff up. You're like, oh, there's no way it's going in, and it goes in. And you're like, oh my gosh, this this guy is you know the next uh, I don't know James Harden, <laughs> <laughs> oh, picking those... James Harden except with the personality. Yeah, and maybe a little bit more speed. Uh, what? It, but I mean, are you surprised by the success they're having? Did you? Think... They're they're a little better than I thought they would be. 
Like, I thought they would be around 32, 33 wins, and mm. they'll probably finish with 35, 36. So it's like they're not that much better than we than we thought. Um, but they're definitely they're, – they're a streaky team where they, you know, they did well to start the season. They've been done, done well recently, and they had that slump. Um, so they're about – I mean, I guess they're a little better than I thought. Um, I thought Lonzo would, would be better. Like, I thought the reason that they'd be decent is because essentially everywhere Lonzo goes, he wins. So, I mean, obviously he wasn't going to, like, win, like, the championship this year, but I thought he would elevate them. Plus, they have no incentive to tank. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think a lot of their – I mean, credit to – I mean, I don't know who to give credit to, whether it's the coaching staff, the development staff, or the players themselves, probably a combination of all three. Probably, yeah. But they just have a lot of guys who just made incredible strides this year. I mean, Randall – Randall was the guy, like, last year I was like, get this guy off the Lakers. I mean, jeez, mm-hmm. you know? Now I'm like, sign – give him the max. Max yeah. him out. <laughs> Screw LeBron. We got Julius Randle. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, Ingram. I'm not a big Ingram guy, but Ingram's definitely got a lot better. Um, and then the rookies. All the, all the rookies are decent. So Yeah. But Ingram's out injured for the last couple of games, right? Isn't he going to be out yeah, for yeah, a he's while? Yeah, he, he's been out for a week. And there's – I don't – last I heard there was no time. I thought it would be like another week more. They're going to reevaluate. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you know, you know Ingram. Uh, he, he's, he's not the most built guy. Like, he looks like uh, – you know, he step outside with a ten, you know, ten mile an hour uh, breeze, and he'll get injured. Yeah, he has to put rocks in his pocket so he doesn't blow away. Yeah, as my teachers all used to say to me when I was a kid in school. Yes, um, not me, not me. Really, portly child for you? Big fatso, still fat. <laughs> Come on, you're not fat. I can see you. I mean, your head's a little bit bigger than the it's rest a, of your it's body. A big, but other than that, it's a, it's it's a <laughs> noggin. It's a noggin. Uh, you know, speaking of Randall, though, like, and I, I think I told you this last time I talked to you guys. Uh, you and your cohort, who won't be named, <laughs> Dave Futernick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Super Hoopers. Just call us the Super the Hoopers. Super Hoopers. Um, yeah. I think last time I talked to you, I talked to you about the fact that I thought Julius Randle was going to be really good coming out of college. And so far to this point, I had been really disappointed by his performance on the court. I just thought that he had so much potential. He is one of those guys that you love to watch because he he's a he's a ball handling big who's really springy. And he sees the floor well. He was known in college for his passing. And, you know, I thought he was going to – I just thought it would translate more. And to this point, up until, like, since the All-Star break, we really haven't seen that much from him. But, man, has he turned it on. And I think part of that – like, I know you've seen this about how Luke Walton said, listen, you didn't get extended. Make us regret it. And so he's been playing his ass off. Since, since the All-Star break, I think he's averaging 21-10 and 10 with, like, three assists. What do you think about Randall? You just mentioned that you want to keep him now. Are you really? Do you really think they want to maybe sign him to the max or like? I don't him, mean not not a, not, a max, not a max, but whatever whatever the he's market. He's a restricted agent, restricted yeah. free agent. So like whatever the market price is. I mean whatever. I would say whatever it keeps to take him. Uh, uh, whatever it takes to keep him. Like I don't know, eighteen, nineteen million. Like that's how high I would go per year. I mean, it's um, not out of the realm, you know. I, if he look, if he's if he's what he is right now, that he's worth it. Um, but he's actually been good all year. The only yeah. issue is he was not getting minutes like earlier. Right. Um, it's just recently they've been, you know, they've they've had some injuries and they I think they're kind of like kind of gave him the keys. Um, yeah, he just he really turned it around. I don't know. You know, he's so obviously he's older. so He's more years in the league. You know, if you recall, he missed his first. He missed his entire first year. Mm-hmm. His second year was the weird Kobe retirement year. So you can throw that out. True. So really, you can kind of look at it as like this is his second year, and this is the first year he's been in shape too. Like he was, he showed up to camp like really, really in shape. So, I I hope this is the guy he is. I hope like this is not like just a contract year, Randall. But yeah, I mean, mm. he every you know all the behind the scenes stuff. People say he's a good guy. People say he's a high character guy. So, you know, hopefully that even if he gets paid, like you know he keeps working, keep you know keeps improving. We'll see though. Yeah. Hopefully he sticks around. Hopefully he sticks around. Yeah. Well, to to your point about starting and not starting, in his in his thirty five games he started this year, he's he's put up eighteen and seven. So that's or sorry, eighteen and nine uh, rebounds and three three assists. That's in the thirty five games he started. In the thirty three that he didn't start, he was only averaging twelve and what was it like six? So you know it was only like six more minutes, but it's it's a good increase. 
In six minutes, if you can increase your points by six and your rebounds hey. by three, that's, I mean, what am I talking about? I'm going to cut all that shit out. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. That's some, you went, you went to the stats. I went to the you're, stats, man. You're I'm improving turn- your, you're improving your podcasting where you can do the stats while you podcast. I can't, I have no idea how guys do that. I have no idea how guys could pull up like stats in the middle of a podcast. Here's my secret. I pulled these all up before because I knew we were oh, going to talk about okay. it. Oh, a bunch <laughs> of tabs. I, I still right. can't do it. Yeah. Tabs, get tabs on your computer. On your yeah. uh, browser, and you can you can look these things up before the podcast as well. Wild, nah. Yeah. I just like to you know just whatever free associate. Yeah, freestyle, man. It's good. It's good. <laughs> free associate. That's good too. Um, I was going to ask you about though. Do you think like I mean, do you think part of this is the fact that he's in a contract year? Do you think like are you worried at all that they do extend him and give him like eighteen million a year, and he goes back to being out of shape and doesn't play as well? Well, the the real answer is we we have no idea. But let's 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 try to examine what we do know, okay? Like I said earlier, most of these guys they're jocks, okay? They're like, you know, whatever, big man on campus from the 6th grade. That's a recipe for not having a great personality, mm-hmm, all right? Mm-hmm. Let's start there, but let's look at Julius Randle, okay? And I, I don't want to impugn the man. I'm not going to say that he's I'm going to I'll just say that he's interesting looking. So, <laughs> Go on. People who people who are interesting looking, or maybe look a little outside the norm, let's say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those people develop personalities. Those are the type of people who, you know, they have to charm and ingratiate themselves in other ways. Mm-hmm. So, and everything we heard, Julius Randle is a high character guy, fits with that narrative. Mm-hmm. And that means he's not just going to take the money and run. He will continue working on his game, you know, even if he gets paid. So... That's I, look. I don't know the guy. I'm just all I'm going on is what I see with my eyes. <laughs> yes, I get it. What I, I see it. with my eyes and what I know from people I know. So, you know. so what you're saying is Julius Randle is ugly and he's had to work on his personality. I get it. Right, right. That's, <laughs> no, that's hey. Look, I've I've my high school friends, the ones that are like handsome, big man on campus. Those guys are jerks. It's the one who like my like myself. You know, we had to charm in other ways. Like when, with my child, that's how I'm going to parent him. I'm going to. Get the big old thick glasses when he goes to high school. Yeah. I'm going to just rub some oil on his skin so he mm-hmm. breaks out. No, that's I'm going nice. to fatten him up. I'm just going to feed him carbs all morning. That's great and fathering. It's, it's... That, that's, that'll be his high school experience. It'll be terrible, but he'll develop a sense of humor and he'll be, he'll be empathetic, you know? All right. I like then once it. he gets to college, I'll be like, come over here, Dean. Come over here. That's his name, Dean. Come oh. over here. Like, here's, you know, here's some whatever, like, uh, what, uh, you know, here's some like skincare and like stop cut cut the carbs out, and you know he'll be on his way. All right, sounds sounds like sounds like a great plan. Parenting, for, yeah, it sounds like great yeah. parenting. Father of the year over here, Matt Hill, everyone. Just 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 giving just giving away parenting hacks. <laughs> How about Lonzo? You mentioned Lonzo earlier. I know you know what we shouldn't spend Ooh. all our time on the Lakers. Ooh. You're right, but but. Ooh. Yeah. He, how many games did he miss? Like 20, 20 something, I think, in total? Uh, you 20, know, I, yeah, it might be 22, actually. 22. So, yeah, I was yeah. close. That was just a guess. Yeah. A roundabout guess. Um, but oh, he's been back. man. He's been playing I've, a lot better, right? Maybe not the last couple games. Oh, man. I'm so. I've never been as emotionally invested in. And this is what's. Be careful with your emotional investment. I'm I'm so invested. I don't, I don't even know why I'm so invested in him. I think because I have a podcast now, and mm-hmm. I was like a big Lonzo stand even before the Lakers got him. Like I was like, this guy's gonna be the best guy in the draft, like transcendent player. I loved him in summer league. But like his shooting affects my mood. Like yeah, like he he's been shooting very poorly the last three games. Like yeah. like terrible. Yeah. Like he was terrible to start the year. Back to then the he, beginning of the season terrible basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then he was okay. He was like decent and getting actually really good after the all star break. The last three games, it's like so ugly, like like almost even worse than the beginning of the year, and like I've been depressed, and my 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 wife is like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I don't know," and then I'm like, "Oh wait, I do know." It's like Lonzo isn't shooting well, and it's like affecting my mood. Okay, so, maybe you should stop watching Lakers for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, yeah, I mean, maybe I should stop watching Lonzo, just, but yeah. I I root, I root for the guy so hard, you know. I, I I don't know, I don't know why I like him, but it's I like understandable, him. man. I I understand why you like him because he's on no, TV. He's, but, 
You get to see his family life on the ball in the family. It's like it's the same it's the same reason people felt like they knew Donald Trump. I did it again, didn't I? They thought, wow, this guy's really smart because he's on TV all the time. And he's Joe, shut your mouth. You just compared Lonzo Ball, my my other son, to Donald Trump. I'm a horrible human being. <laughs> Whoops. But no, but, but like uh, the point is, I'm not comparing the two, but the point is like, you know, you get emotionally invested because you feel like you know them to a certain extent. You watch them on TV, you watch them tell people they're fired and you think they know they're smart and like, yeah, it's sort of the similar. Don't be duped, man. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. And those no. emotional investments do not pay dividends. I'm telling you I right can't now. wait. When I meet Lonzo for the first time, I'm just going to walk up to him, like whisper in his ear, you don't know it, but I'm your best friend. <laughs> That's not. Do you creepy. think? Do you think that would be not creepy? Do you think uh, that? Do you think you'd be cool can, with that? Can I just ask that I'm there when you do it, please? Can I be? <laughs> just, I just want to see you if get we arrested. See, if, there's no way. There's no way we'd be able to get close enough. But I would do it. I don't yeah. care. Who cares? That would be hilarious. Um, no, he's. I mean, he's same thing. He's kind of been all season. He's good at everything except shooting. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> which, he's, which no, I. There's like some defensive stats. Like their Bleacher Report had this article where they. Did a but like they took the four advanced defensive stats and kind of like combined them in like a statistical way, and Lonzo was the best point guard defender. So better than Ben Simmons. So if you count Ben Simmons as a point guard, Ben Simmons is better. But Uh does Ben Simmons does Ben Simmons defend point guards? Yes, of course. He he defends every position on the court. Of course he defends. Okay, all right. Well then, Ben Simmons is the best. Well, Ben Simmons also switches the power forward sometimes too. But whatever. Yeah. I mean. He no, so I mean, Lon- and Lonzo. So that's what I'm saying. Like Lonzo's good. Um, yeah, I mean, except Lonzo, for the shooting. He, he's obviously showing you the reason. Like he was drafted number two overall, right? He's got those intangibles. He's got a. He's got the prototypical big guard body, which is awesome. He's good at defense. He's good at reading the court. He just the one knock on him, which was from the beginning. His shot is ugly as fuck, man. <laughs> so every time he shoots, I'm like, Ugh. that's why it affects my mood too, because like. <laughs> When he shoots, you have no idea where it's going. No, like, no. When it leaves his hands, you have no clue. It's you're like, like when this... you're talking to somebody with a lazy eye. You don't know which eye to look at. <laughs> it's exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so you. No offense to anybody it... with lazy eyes. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I and mean, we're comparing it to Lonzo Ball's. Like, Lonzo Ball's a professional player. So, you know, it's like a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but you're like, what's going on with this thing? Like, is it, what's going to happen? You know? And then if, even when it goes in, it doesn't even look good. It, like, rattles around. Yeah. So, yeah, the shot doesn't look great. I can see. <laughs> no. long, long story short, <laughs> shot does not yeah. look good. I can see that would affect your mood. All right, but real quick, Ooh, we'll just we. bust through a couple other Lakers th- things, and we'll just move on. Uh, what do you think sure. about Isaiah Thomas? Do you love him now? I wanted to shoot him into the sun when they mm-hmm. first got got him. I couldn't stand him. Like mm-hmm. he was, he, he was playing poorly. But recently, I'm, like, falling in love. Like, he's just – he plays so hard. He's so tiny. Um, <laughs> and You know what the funny just, thing I, is? People say he's so tiny. That dude's probably bigger than I – well, he's definitely heavier than I am. Like, he's just all muscle. But he's probably he is a, He's 5'7". He's, he's, I'm, I'm sure he's 5'7". Yeah. All right. So he's two inches shorter than me. But, like – He's not that tiny. He's a big dude. Like, that's he's tiny, like, man. Five yeah. seven. I mean, five well, seven is tiny. Like, but like for a basketball player, yeah, it's tiny. Like, yeah. No, so I love the guy, and I'm like, oh man, I can understand why he's such a fan favorite. Like everywhere he goes, because it's just like he just plays so hard, and he leaves it all out there. And you're like, you don't know how he's doing the things he's doing. Like when he when he gets to the rim, you're like, well, how is this five seven guy some somehow mm-hmm. at the rim? Um, yeah. So I. I don't know if he's all the way back. Like, I, I think that's a very, very serious injury that he had. And from what I read about the injury, it's the type of injury that, like, never goes away. So when the Lakers got him, I just assumed he was done. I was like, okay, he's done. Like, he had this it's just sad – you know, it's like Brandon Roy or something like that or yeah. Amari. Like, look, he was good, but this injury, he's done. Or, I mean, at the aforementioned Derrick Rose. Um, but, man, he looks he looks pretty good. Like, the last few games, I'm like, oh, maybe the Lakers should re-sign him. So – Mm-hmm. And that's where it starts. That's <laughs> hey, I, look, I'm not willing to go more than a year, but I would yeah. I would do a year. I would do a year with you, Isaiah. There you go. I the, the problem with Isaiah is that like he all right. So I was reading some some article. I think it was on 
the ringer about guards that had explosive uh, or their PER was like over 20 for a part of their career for most of their career. And then it dipped below 15, which 15 is average. And he's on that list. And guys that come back from that are like two. There's like two guys ever that came back from and posted another PER of better than 20 or something. So he's getting older. That injury is going to linger. I mean, he's fun for you, but he doesn't want to be a, a, a sixth man. He just said he's not a sixth man. So I don't know, man. I, I think somebody's going to probably gamble on him and give him some money this offseason. I don't I don't think the Lakers fans. I think the Lakers fans that don't want him back don't really have that much to worry about. But I hope Lakers yeah, fans I, like you who are emotionally invested get get what you want. You get Isaiah back. <laughs> I mean, if they don't, if they strike out, I, I wouldn't mind it. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, you're, you're probably right. Like point guards, once they lose it, it kind of goes. I mean, as somebody who has aged myself, uh, I could tell you it doesn't get better. Like things just keep falling apart more and more and more. What are you talking about? I'm in the best shape of my life. This is amazing. Are you? Kind of. Well, oh, two wow. years ago when I ran the half, I was in the best shape of my life. Well, I just know like I've been playing basketball. I started playing basketball very late in life, like mm. late late twenties. And no, like... I, yeah, I saw John cross you up. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, in all in all honesty, I thought you guys staged that. I didn't. That wasn't you. Really, you staged it, right? That wasn't real, no, right? No, see, no, no, really, no, no. He I really hate... broke your ankles. It wasn't. No, what I see. That's what. No, so this what we're talking about is like video on Twitter of when we played basketball. My co-host kind of crossed me over. Kind what of. You don't. No, what you don't see is like ba- just being old. Like I, I like lifted my foot. And my foot went down like tilted, like my foot, mm-hmm. like my foot just came down wrong. So, mm-hmm. like if nobody was in front of me, I would have fallen over. Like I just like like landed on my foot wrong. It wasn't John was not doing anything to to cause that. But uh, yeah, it looks bad. It looks bad. Yeah, I saw the video. Listen, <laughs> the most embarrassed I ever was in my life a couple of years ago, I was playing pickup in Brooklyn with some friends, and some kid was on the court, and like I'm the guy that's they used to call me the Nat, which is not. A great name, but like I'm pesky on defense. I'm everywhere, all over the court, all the time because I'm very hyper for whatever reason. I don't know if you can tell this about me. There's this kid on the court, and I was defending him, and he was he was really quick. He was good with the ball, and he's like, "All right." He was starting to get annoyed because he couldn't get to the rim. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna take this guy one on one." I was like, "All right, let's go." And he he fucking broke my ankle so bad. <laughs> it's like it's just like down on the ground. Everybody's like, "Ooh!" I'm like, "God Ooh. damn it! I'm I'm leaving. I'm old. I'm going home." <laughs> no. We have the same game. I I describe myself as Marcus Smart. Like I'm basically that. That's my game. Like the you know. And when you get old, you just like if your game is like defense and rebounding, like you're just done. Like you have yeah, nothing like, to contribute anymore. There's nothing left. If you're already starting from a point of nothing to give, you have yeah, nothing like you, left. I mean, like old. if you're a shooter, you can age well because you yeah. can still shoot. But like, I can never shoot. So yeah, me neither. And I can't dribble. So it's like great. Now I'm just like a thing. On and I'm not, now I'm just a blob <laughs> on the court. See, you're one guy that I actually feel like I could beat because I'm the worst. You, know, you saw the video. If you saw that, you can watch the entire video. We Facebook Live the entire game. Ooh, Did you really? Was that pretty? Can you find yeah, it? Yeah, we, uh, I don't know if it's archived. But right. yeah, presumably. I don't know how Facebook Live works, but we Facebook Live the whole game. I have no idea. I don't know about that shit. Yeah. I'm cutting all this stuff out. <laughs> is That's Paul, fine. Is Paul George going to the Lakers this year? Absolutely. Pa- Absolutely. I'm, go ahead. Yeah. Um... No, I mean, like, all the tea leaves, I mean, he basically, through his agent, said he wanted to go to L.A. And, like, told all the teams not to trade for him because he's going to L.A. I don't see what's changed. Like, I don't, the Thunder situation isn't isn't great. Um, and, I mean, my favorite part about it is Laker fans already assuming that Paul George is on the team. Like, I don't know if you saw last night, or two nights ago, when they played Golden State. The Golden State fans are like, ah, we don't have Clay, we don't have Steph. And Laker fans are like, yeah, we don't have Kuzma, and we don't have Paul George. So, you know, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> love it that is the best lakers fans man they are not shy about their feelings or they're <laughs> they are not humble not the, humble. the not four humble. years of being bad has not humbled the laker fan base <laughs> i gotta tell you on the dunk tales podcast podcast last week with james we talked about our petty wishes for this season and i'm sorry my friend you know i love you but my petty wish was that the lakers are just terrible again and lose their first round pick to the Sixers if they get the number one pick and they lose. And here's my reason. It's not that I don't like as an NBA fan, I love to watch teams grow and get better. I love watching young players and I like to root for the underdog right now. It's a perfect time to get in on the Lakers, but 
I also hate Lakers fans because they're so fucking spoiled. You guys have no idea what it's like to suffer. <laughs> like, you have, not only like if 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 your team sucks as it has for the last four or five years, you can still go outside on any day and just walk around in the sunshine, go to the beach, like put on your rollerblades. It's all good. You can't do that in New York. You can't do that in cold weather climate. You don't know what it's like to suffer. I'm just saying. Other than that, you know. I'm just I'm I, I'm I'm wearing rollerblades right now. Can't <laughs> wait to just blade it up after the pod. And the short outside. shorts are really good with those rollerblades, I gotta tell you. <laughs> Thank you. They look great. Uh yeah, no, I mean there are certain teams that you should always wish harm upon. Uh the Lakers, <laughs> the Yan- the Lakers, the Yankees, and the Cowboys. I mean, it's like That's true. You hit them no, all. And, oh, and Duke and Duke. Oh, Duke, Duke for yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. So, I mean, look, I was born into this, you know, so. Born yeah. this way? That's fair. I would never, I would, I hate the Lakers, I mean, hate Laker fans. <laughs> like, I mean, I would never, <laughs> I don't like being like the, you know, uh, uh, you know, the favorite team all the time. Uh, I would, I would love to root for another team, which is and, why I did it when they were bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fair. That's noble. I can get behind that. Thank you. Is Thank LeBron you. going to LA? Are you going to sure get Paul hope. George and LeBron this year? I sure hope not. I I hope he's not coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I I don't think a team with LeBron could beat the Warriors. Like I don't think a team with or even you know this Houston juggernaut too. Like I don't think LeBron. What are you talking about, dude? LeBron, Paul George, come on! The, with and the Lakers' young court, that's not winning. That's not winning a title. So like, what are you doing? And then. You're just gonna pay LeBron when he's like 37. Like, you know, he's got to decline. I know he he hasn't shown any signs of decline, but like, he's got to decline sometime. It's around. And the also, like you just said, the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers won uh, all these titles. Like, I would prefer to, um, you know, watch a team grow. Like, I'd prefer yeah. to watch this young core grow than just. It would feel cheap to me for for LeBron to come. And you you get you get drunk with a Warriors fan. If you ever with a Warriors fan, you get drunk and you like. Look them in the eye, and you say, "What do you, wouldn't you rather have not signed Kevin Durant?" They will all say yes. They will yeah. say it was more fun before Durant. Like I don't, I don't even enjoy the games that much anymore. And it, that would be kind of the same thing if LeBron came to LA. He's not. It's just it would feel dirty to me. I I I, I don't want him to come. You know, I hear, I hear some whispers that he is coming. Like, you know, being out in LA, you get exposed to you know some people that know things. Right. Um, so I've heard that, but I've also heard that he might stay in Cleveland, um, kind of if the ownership changes. So, well, I still think he's going to Philadelphia and I feel the same way you do. I don't really want him to come. Like, how can you say no, but be- no to the best player in the world. But at the same time, I really am enjoying watching the Sixers grow this young core and get good on their own. Like it's kind of, it just feels dirty. feels dirty. But uh, okay. Like what's, I mean, he's a calf. Like, can we just, just. Just be a Cav, LeBron. Like yeah, you're a Cav. Like it's fine. Go down with you're the probably, ship. Probably, yeah. You're probably not winning a title anywhere else. So just be a Cav, man. Come on. Quit. All right. Quit. Quit. Quit playing with our hearts. If LeBron and Paul George don't go to the Lakers next year, do you think they make the playoffs? Do they have enough with this young team? You know, I thought about this, and I, I hope so. Oh, because oh, I wrote without, it to without Paul George, though. Without See, I Paul just George. assumed I assumed they would have Paul George. All right. But I will still say, even without Paul George, you gotta look at the teams that are definitely probably gonna be better than next year. So that's Houston, Golden State, Portland, the Jazz, the Nuggets, and the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Like well, I Well, we don't that, know about the Spurs. If Kawhi's we don't, not Yeah, well, I don't, who's who knows what's going on there? But so maybe there's a, but those are those those teams are probably better than them. Mm-hmm. And I or and then I think the Lakers could could be better even without Paul George than the Thunder, the T Wolves, the Clippers, and the Pelicans, or at least be better than one of those teams, which would put them at the eight seed. So, yeah. I think they got a shot. I think they got a shot because I do think I think this Thunder team is gonna, especially if Paul George leaves, they're, they're not gonna be as good. The T Wolves, I know the T Wolves look good with Jimmy Butler. I just something about a Tibbs team, they feel like. They're gonna implode at some mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and they're then, doing it already, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, Butler went down, but I mean, presumably Butler's back next year. But I just still, yeah. I just don't trust Tibbs and the Pelicans. It's like if you, they actually got really lucky this year, even though Demarcus went down, Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday have been healthy, which are like the real best players. So, and it just feels Ooh. like maybe Anthony Davis might be demanding out. So, I, I think the Lakers could make the playoffs d- next year for sure. Demarcus Cousins shade, I like it. Oh, trust me. <laughs> even though, it's even like, though you're the only fan. only shade coming my way from uh, from uh, to Demarcus. Yeah, even though you love Sacramento, apparently, but uh, that's you know, 
and he was in Sacramento for a long time. Didn't you say yeah, that we, the best we went? Was- we went to, so we went to Sacramento, the Super Hoopers, and every Kings fan we met hated on Demarcus. They were mm-hmm. like, "We're so happy Demarcus is gone." Like, <laughs> it was so hard to root for that guy. Like, it was sort of back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, they were like, "Yeah, we rooted for him, but we didn't really feel great about it." Yeah, exactly. Like, you want to be able to root for your team. Like, you want to be able, even if your team sucks, you still want to be able to root for the players. At least there's something there. But yeah, if you guys yeah. are a petulant ass, then yeah, it's, it makes it a little bit more difficult. I mean, I like Demarcus. I certainly wouldn't want him on my team, but I think he's really freaking good. Anyway, let's move on. You want to talk about the rest of the league? But how let's long go, have we been go. on the podcast already? 35 40. minutes. All right. All right. Let me ask you Did you see Evan Turner's comments about people kissing his ass or everyone kissing his ass? If they think that he didn't deserve his contract, I saw I I don't know the exact quote, but I do. Yeah, he said he earned that money. Like that bread is mine. I earned that money. My contract, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Something of that nature. I read it and I forget it because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. Uh, what do you uh, think? Yeah, I mean, I think I think he's right. I mean, I think he he did earn the money. I mean, like we live in we live in a you know a capitalist society, so. If you can get somebody to pay for it, like, it's technically worth that. I mean, it's like, I, myself, think diamonds are stupid. Like, I would never, like, buy diamonds. And I think diamonds are just a piece of rock, like, worthless. But, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, people pay $20,000 or more for diamonds. How does your wife feel about diamonds? (laughs) She hates them, too. Oh, good. You lucked out. She's, she's no, she doesn't wear jewelry of any kind. She hates jewelry. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, so, like, if somebody wants to pay $20,000 for diamond, I think they're a moron, but technically the diamonds were twenty thousand. So look, if some moron wants to pay Evan Turner seventy million, he's worth the seven million to himself and like according to the to the market. <laughs> but he is overpaid. I mean, like if we're looking from an objective value standpoint, he is, you know, he's not worth seventy million dollars. Could you actually use look- him as a, a, an example in your economics class? Would that be possible? To you? <laughs> like. To illustrate, uh, to demonstrate how you should not spend your money? I don't know. I know nothing about economics. <laughs> Way out of my depth here. Help me. Throw it would me be line. weird. It would be weird. Yeah. I mean, sure. I, I guess I could. Um, <laughs> no, but he's... I, I For, Forbes did a most over, overpaid players list where they basically looked at, okay, how many wins does this guy produce versus how much they get paid? Mm-hmm. And Evan Turner was number six on the list. So he's, he's technically the sixth most overpaid player in the league. Who is number one? Uh, let's see. I have the list. Carmelo Anthony. Oh, (laughs) that is music to my ears. I love it. It's like, uh, let's see. It's Carmelo Anthony, uh, Marc Gasol, because it's this year. So Marc Gasol has not been very productive. Yeah. Brooke Lopez. Knew he was going to be. Harrison Barnes and Dennis Schroeder. I was surprised Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Does he, he must be really bad because I don't think he gets paid that much. (laughs) So you, clearly, you and just like everyone else in the country does not watch the Hawks. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I know they're not good and I know <laughs> I shouldn't watch them. And also, I hate their uniforms. So every time I see them, I'm like, I don't want, I don't I don't need that uniform on my TV. Yeah, yeah, it's a gross uniform. It's not great. I don't like it. I know there's some people that were hyped on it when they first changed this, whatever kind of diamond design that is. No, I don't dig it. It's- yeah. So Evan Turner, look, you earned your money. Technically, but from an actual value standpoint, you're you're overpaid. All right. Totally agree. Totally agree. But you know, the fact that he came out and said it and blasted everybody, I thought was hilarious. And no, props there, to him. If you go if you go on the NBA subreddit, there's like a running post that just has all of Evan Turner's quotes. Yeah. And like his quotes are amazing. Like yeah. I mean, they're amazing by chance. Like he doesn't mean to say these things that are gonna be so hilarious. He just says them and they turn out to be fucking hilarious. He's just he's one of those guys who's just funny, and I don't even know if he knows it. But, hey, he's a, he's a treasure. He's a national treasure. <laughs> he is a national treasure. Will Kawhi come back this year, and it doesn't matter? Oh, man. This one, we just don't have enough information. It's just so, they're just, it's on lock. And, like, I was I was so certain that the Spurs were doing this on purpose. I was, the beginning of the year, I'm like, dude, they're just resting him mm-hmm. the entire year. They like they had this problem with Lamarcus where Lamarcus like basically wanted to be traded. So they're like, "Look, Kawhi, just rest. We're gonna get Lamarcus all his touches in the beginning of the year, so he gets happy. We'll bring you back slowly, you know, just in time for the playoffs." And so I was just I just assumed it was like next level like chess from Pop like with the resting. But I don't know what's going on, man. It seems like there's real. It seems like there's real issues there. Like it seems like you know. 
Kawhi and his camp, like they either want to be in a bigger market or they want a bigger role. Mm-hmm. And is the injury real? Is it not real? It's just, I, it's weird, man. It, like he's been cleared to play for a long time. And then like, I get that. I forget what the injury is, but it's something akin to like tendonitis, right? I get that if you have tendonitis, that's a really hard thing to play through. I, I was telling somebody else a couple weeks ago that like I was running years ago. I was using the wrong shoes and I got tendonitis in my left knee. It took me out. Like I could walk, but anytime I tried to run, the pain was excruciating. And it, it's because I kept running, trying to think, I was thinking that like the pain will go away. I'll just run through it. No, it doesn't work that way. It took me out for a year before it had to get, you know, before it get better. I mean, I didn't, I didn't rehab it at all because I'm not that bright, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I imagine he has medical, better medical uh, facilities around him than I do. But still, it's like, it's a hard thing. So I get that, like, if you're in really a lot of pain and you feel like it's hindering your performance, you don't feel like you can give it at your all, I get that you would want to sit out. But at the same time, it does seem like there's a lot of other noise happening around this whole situation that makes you think that, you know, maybe he really does went out of San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, like nobody's really talking, so we don't we don't really know. But yeah, I, I it's a weird thing that he's cleared and then he's like, okay, I'm not going to play. But I same thing with you. Tendonitis is I've had tendonitis too, and it's like, you know, if a doctor would examine you, they'd be like, yeah, you're fine, you're cleared, but mm-hmm. you're not fine. You know, it's like it it really and it gets worse the more you do it. So, yep. I mean, ultimately, it I guess it doesn't matter because they probably wouldn't beat the Warriors. So, although now the Warriors are super injured, so. It's yeah. a little more. It's a little more wide open. But, but they're they're just a little bit injured. They'll be fine. Come playoffs, man. They're gonna be. They're I gonna mean, be fine. <laughs> they're so good. Where it's like you know, even if one of their guys is out, you're like, eh, they're still way better. Two of the guys are out. You're like, mm, okay, well, it might be a close one. <laughs> they're so, still gonna win. Yeah, they're still gonna win. But you know, it's not gonna be. Uh, it's not gonna be a mockery of a uh, competition. Yeah, it might actually be an interesting game. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm with you. All right, is Ben Simmons or Donovan Mitchell the rookie of the year? I want your unbiased opinion. This is wild to me. Yeah. That people can look at this and think that Donovan Mitchell is the rookie of the year. Like, what are people looking at? Like, I know Donovan Mitchell's good. I like Donovan Mitchell. He's fun to watch. Yeah. But from an objective standpoint, there's no argument for him. There's, like, none. Like, Ben Simmons is better than him on every single offensive metric, except for points per game. And even then, he's just a little bit behind him. Right. Like, three points. Two points. And Ben Simmons is an all-world defender. We already talked about it. He's the be- By this Bleacher Report like composite metric, he's the best point guard defender in the league. Right. And even if you compare him to power forwards, he's like up there with the Rudy Gobert's. And he's a rookie. It's like, And he's a rookie. So defensively, he's world's better. Offensively, he's, he's better unless all you care about is points per game. Right. And then you're like, oh, well, Donovan Mitchell is like you know, whatever, leading this team to the playoffs. So, so is Ben so Simmons. So is Ben Simmons, yes. And you're like, whoa, Ben Simmons has Joel Embiid. Yeah, he's got Joel Embiid, but, you know, Donovan Mitchell's got Rudy Gobert. I mean, I know Rudy Gobert was out, but, like... He's back now. You know? I mean, Yeah, he's back now, and they're both... It's like, they're both good teams. So I, I just don't... I just don't understand the Donovan Mitchell argument, like, I whatsoever. Mean, I get beyond, the argument. Be, beyond, like, I, making it interesting. Right. I get the argument. It's all... Oh my God, look, he scored so many points. That's it. That's where the argument begins and ends. I, I Listen, I love Donovan Mitchell. I think he's an amazing talent. I think he's going to be great for years to come. And and I'm going to say this as a Sixers fan and as a Ben Simmons fan, if Donovan Mitchell does win the Rookie of the Year, I'm going to be pissed. But I won't be pissed at Donovan Mitchell for it because he's that good. Like, he's he's a he's a great player. He's already not great, but he's, he's really damn good. And he's fun to watch. And he is having a huge impact on the team as a rookie. So I get that. But as you mentioned, man, Ben Simmons is all-world defense. He's a much better passer. He sees the court and runs the court like a seasoned veteran. The only thing he doesn't do is actually shoot the ball. But tell me another guard in this league who can be that impactful on the offensive end without shooting, with just going to the rim. Like, it's insanity how anyone would think that Ben Simmons is not the rookie of the year. And and Ben Simmons has a thing. I don't even like Ben Simmons. Like I I wanted to not like him. Like How dare I just you. those are fighting words. <laughs> I just <laughs> I like you know my co-host the Sixers fan, so I'm kind of like you know a little bit you know want I just want him to, to see him fail. Um, <laughs> That's fair. I, I admire that about you. <laughs> um, but Ben Simmons is one of those players who, when you watch, he just jumps out. You're like, oh, that's a star. Like. I remember, like, the, I think the beginning of the season, like, maybe the first game or two where I saw him, I was like, nope, this guy, 
this guy has it. Like, this guy absolutely, he's a star. You know, it's like when you first see LeBron or something or when yeah. you first see Giannis. You're like, that's a star. That's an NBA superstar player. Like, there's nothing you could do about it. Like, even without the shot, like, he's just, you know, he, he, he has it. So and, and if he ever develops that shot, game over, man. He's he's gonna run the league. Him and Embiid together. Oh my god. Uh, all right, let me let me calm down. Yeah, settle down, Joe. My heart's beating. All right, any more questions for you? Um, how do I make the super flight as popular as super hoopers? Tell me. I need to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, first of all, we're not that popular. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 a it's a crowded marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that. You know, it, was, it was funny. I don't know. If, I don't know when. When did you start the, the super flight? About three years ago. Yeah. So in 2015, then. Yeah, yeah it was like April of 2015 or 20. Yeah, 2015, I guess. Because because I because it was so weird. It seemed like there were no NBA podcasts, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there was a thousand, and they all they like because because I remember I lived in Spain, and I would listen to podcasts all the time. And there were like no NBA ones. I mean, it was like Bill Simmons and like yep. the starters, yep. right? Yep. Or the basketball, just the basketball Jones back then. Yeah. And I found the Short Corner Pod, which was another podcast from back in the day. And I listened to like, I was so hard up for NBA content. I listened to like two years backwards of it, like oh to, like God. stuff that like you know obviously had happened like two years ago that wasn't relevant. And I remember I talked. I actually talked to. Um, uh, I had a I had a video, I had an NBA video that went, went viral, and I talked to Jade Hoy, who worked at ESPN in the beginning of 2015, and they were doing like these live chats, and I was like, "Yo, why are you not podcasting this? There's no NBA podcast, like there's just none. Like, mm-hmm. why don't you do this?" And then like they started a, I guess it was called the True Hoop Pod. Like I think it started like a year later or something, or mm-hmm. nine months later. But you know, so then so that was 2015, and then by the end of 2015, which is when we started. All of a sudden, there was like a, a thousand podcasts. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm, people are finally like, "Oh wait, there's no NBA podcast. I should start one." So seriously, I mean, that's exactly what happened with me. Like a, a friend of mine was like, "We talked about basketball all the time." He's like, "Why don't we just do a podcast about basketball?" There's not that many good ones. There's like really like three or four. I'm like, "Man, eh, what the hell? I have all this recording equipment, anyways, because you know I make music. It's really, I make really bad music. Uh, <laughs> you might have heard it if you have ever listened to the podcast." Um, so I was like, sure, let's do it. And that lasted 18 episodes. And then uh, and then I went on my own. Not by choice, but this is what happens, you know. Yeah, no, it was it was the same thing. I mean, John, my, my, my host was like, hey, let's start a poop. He like quit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's calm. It's calm. We can call him uh, he of the bad takes. Um, <laughs> he who shall not be named. Oh, no, yeah, no, okay. he was just like, we were shooting together. We were shooting a, a, a short together. And he was like, yo, there's no basketball co- podcast. You like basketball? I like basketball. Let's do one. Yeah, and the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and I'm glad you guys exist because I listen to you every week. And thank so, you. Thank you. Well, we, but we definitely like cha- sort of changed, like evolved, like what we did based on like what was out there. Mm-hmm. Like I, we started trying to be like an actual like like uh analysis podcast and then yeah. we're like wait no we're, what we're better at is comedy and so we like it took us like a year and a half to be like okay let's just be like a comedy like mo- like lean heavily on the comedy side so i modulate between the two because the problem is i'm bad at both so <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well you're I, in the right business yeah. i'm my own niche i i don't know i'm the only yeah. person that listens to me but it's fine one more question i have for you sure what is it like to be washed as fuck <laughs> hey i'm proud to be washed <laughs> yeah it's cool i aspire to be like you one day when you're no when you old like here's the thing about your kids out there if there are any kids listen to this like your 30s are way better than your 20s in my Fuck opinion yeah. because oh, yeah. if you do your 20s right in your 30s you can actually do things like you actually have obtained skills and like when you've obtained skills, like life is good. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can go out and do stuff and you, you know, presumably have a job that pays you some money then you can, you know, you know, live, live a little better. So yeah, like I'm, I'm old, so I'm washed, but I love being washed. Cause you know, if I, if I want to go make a movie, I have the, I, you know, put in the time that I can go make a movie. If I want to, you know, animate something, I can animate something. If I, if I want to start a podcast, like, not that I'm, you know, no, not, not that it's that hard to start a podcast, but, <laughs> but don't tell anybody there's already, so but, many you know, there. we, ha- we can buy mics. We can buy nice mics. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's cool, man. Well, even though I'm older than you, I still haven't become washed. I'm still, I'm, you know, Oh, you're still cool. I'm still cool. I'm still, I mean, look you're at my still hair. cool. Okay. Look at the glasses. Right. 
Okay. 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 All right. We'll see. We'll see in summer league how cool you are, Joe. <laughs> not very. I'm see? telling you right now. You see me? I'll, I'll be, I'm going to be. I'm. Not, I'm, I'm going to be unwashed. I'm going to be. Uh, I, I'm going to be non-washed uh, by the time summer league comes around. I'm going to. I'm going to lose some weight. Uh, I'm going to get some hair plugs. Uh, yeah, your you hair's know, fine. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it all, Joe. All right, cool. We should get uh, up a game of, of uh, one-on-one or something. Too. We should play some basketball. In Vegas? It's like... It's like 900 it's degrees. Like, it's like, <laughs> you got to find a gym or something if you want to play in Vegas. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right, dude. I'm going to stop the recording, but... All right, Joe. Thank you. Oh, before we go, plug your plug your podcast and uh, oh, it's uh, the Super Hoopers. Follow us on follow me on Twitter at Tweet of Matt Hill, and you can follow the Super Hoopers at the Super Hoopers. There you have it, everybody. Matt Hill of the Super Hoopers podcast. Go check it out on the Almighty Baller Network and everywhere you follow your podcast. Thanks again, Matt, for coming on. It's gonna do it for me for this week, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye bye.